You're listening to Crossroads International Church Podcast. Welcome. We hope this podcast will bless you from wherever you're listening to it. For more information, go to our website at xrgs.nl. Now, let's get into the podcast. Greetings and a blessed Christmas morning to each and every one of you. Uh, from my family to yours, I pray that you will just know God's blessing this day. And really, I pray uh, and trust that the meaning, the truth of what this day is all about, will come and settle in every house, in every heart again this day. Now, to help us, uh, I have just a short reminder for us of what today is really all about. Uh, but let's read a few verses from that beautiful Christmas story. And then I will just share one little thought with you and uh, pray that you then have a wonderful day together. From Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, a few verses. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were some shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And then an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. But then the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Amen. What a beautiful story. As I was reading the story again, I could not help but be reminded of the first line of that famous and most beautiful uh, Christmas carols, O Holy Night. Let me just read it for you again, that first stanza of that beautiful carol. O Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appears and the soul felt its worth a thrill of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn on those words just beautiful and captures for me what today is all about. Now, friends, when we look at this passage, there are a few key words that stand out for us all, I think, which help us to, to, to remember what today is really all about. I mean, words such as peace, joy, good news, 
but really there is one word that's at the heart of the Christmas message that helps make sense for us about good news, joy, peace, those other key words in that passage for us. What is the good news? Why do we have reason uh, to have joy and peace and hope in our hearts? Why can, as that first stanza of that Christmas carol, O Holy Night, why can we, as it says, um, rejoice? A weary world rejoices. Why can we rejoice? Because let's be honest, uh, as we reflect back on the last few years, Corona, as we think about Christmas this year, and we hear and we look at the news and we hear stories about inflation and wars all around us, the world is weary. But why can we rejoice? Why is there, what is the good news? Why is there reason to have joy? And how can we have peace? I think all of those things make sense if we focus and take note of that one key word that the angel spoke to the shepherds. And it's this word, that because of this day, because of the birth of Jesus Christ, for all people, we have a Savior. And that's the key word. That's what today is about. That's why we're going to have a great lunch and, and have a good time with family and friends and celebrate and give presents and fall with joy and, and just festive uh, spirit. It's because we have a Savior. Now, I think I've shared the story with you before, but just to, uh, just to tell you again, I, when I read this, I, I'm so reminded of that time in my life when I was a young boy. Uh, I was about six or seven years old, somewhere there, and uh, my brother, even younger than that, it was a Friday night. Uh, we lived on the west coast, on the southern tip of Africa. It was a Friday night. My father had to go and do something on a small on a small island just off the coast. And so he had to go by boat. And he asked my brother and I, did we want to come with? Well, any any opportunity for an adventure, my brother and I, we just jumped at it and we said absolutely yes. And we went with my dad, just the three of us, in the small little boat, and we went made our way to this island. But very very quickly, uh, the situation turned ugly. Uh, this great storm brew, and before we knew it, uh, the swell was just terrifying. The waves were absolutely scary, and they started crashing over our little vessel. And, and, and slowly but surely, I could see the panic in my dad's eyes, thinking we are, are in trouble here. Now, the thing is, I, I, I have this vivid memory of being so close to land that we could still see the flicker of the lights on the shore there, all the people's houses. Land was so close, yet it felt so far away. It was so obvious very quickly that we were in trouble and that there was nothing that we could do ourselves to help us because of the waves, because of the wind, because of the current, as much as what my father tried to get back into the harbor, back to shore, we just couldn't. And as the waves crashed over our little vessel and our boat started to fill with seawater, my father grabbed my brother and I, shoved us in a little cupboard so that we wouldn't get washed overboard. And I remember him calling to the Coast Guard, which thank 
our dear Lord had a station right there and said, Mayday, Mayday, we need help. We need to be rescued. That's what a savior means. One who rescues, one who delivers. We need saving. And I remember the vessels coming, uh, two of them came and pulled alongside us, kind of tied us together, I think, and uh, just dragged us back slowly but surely back into the harbor, back to safety. And we were rescued. We had a savior that night in the Coast Guard. And as I think about this day and about Jesus coming, the birth of Jesus Christ, I think about that moment. As I hear the message of the angel saying, for you, for all people, we all now have, because of this day, a savior. And the message of the Bible is that each and every one of us need saving. We all need a savior. Now, if you read the Christmas story, you read in Luke's story, it talks about shepherds came to see this Jesus, the savior. In Matthew's story, we read about how wise men came to see this Jesus because they needed to know and see and discover this Savior. And the message is, whether you are a shepherd or a wise man or anything in between, the message of Christmas is for you. Whether you identify with the lowly, the unworthy, the shepherd, the uneducated, the unwanted, the unloved, the message of the Bible is the Savior is for you. The shepherds, if you will, of this world. Or whether you identify as the wise men, the educated, learned, respectable, important, means. The message of the Bible is Christmas, the, the, the message of Christmas is for you too. You need a Savior. The shepherds need a Savior. We all do. That's the message of Christmas, that we all need a Savior. We all need to be saved. And the thing is, we read in Romans chapter 3, it reminds us, the Bible tells us, that each and every one of us don't quite make, we fall short of what God requires, of God's glory, of God's mark, the standard that God has set for us. And so that's why we have this day. That's why Jesus came, and he comes to us as a savior. Then we read in Romans, a few chapters later, chapter 6, it tells us that the consequences of us not meeting God's mark, the consequences of the fact that there is none righteous among us, that we have all sinned and we all fall short of God's glory, the consequences is for us eternal death. And the passage in, in, those, in the chapters of Romans makes it so clear. We need, each and every one of us, shepherds or wise men, we all need to be rescued. We all need a savior. To be saved from what? Well, I think firstly, from our sin, from the things that we have done, that we all understand and we all know, has brought pain and hurt into our lives and the lives of the people around us. Those things that we feel ashamed about, those things that we feel embarrassed about, those things that we don't want anybody to know anything about. Jesus came to us, born in the stable, 
as a savior to save us from those things. The Bible teaches that he loves us so much that, he, that Jesus came to show us God's love in the absolute way through his life, his birth, his life, his teachings, and then going on the cross in dealing with the wages, the penalty, the price of these shames, that, these sins that we feel so, in, so ashamed and so embarrassed about. Those things that don't need, meet God's standard. That's what we need saving from, from those things that we have done wrong. I think we need saving also not just from those things, but from that internal, and again, Romans talk about this, that, that kind of inclination to, that bias towards, that drive towards, that slavery to these things, to sin. We have kind of a natural pull towards it. I think we all understand what I'm talking about, that so often we do things we don't want to do, and the things we should do, we don't do. We all have this thing in us where we feel, I don't want to do these things, but I keep doing them. Why? I don't understand it. That slavery to this, the sinful behavior and thoughts and words and actions, he, he has come to save us from that. And so that as we, 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 we give our lives to him, as we come to see him as the wise men did and the shepherds, and we say, there's something about this Jesus, and I want to give myself to him. I want to know him more. I want to give my life to him. We find ourselves being changed little by little, day by day. We find ourselves uh, and our lives being put on a different trajectory, mo moving more towards the way that God wants us to be more on the path that he has for our lives. And we find our lives changed. We become more loving and kind and patient and gentle. We find ourselves more and more transformed into the people that God has always destined us, created us to be. So we find ourselves saved from this slavery, this hold that these uh, sinful behaviors have on our lives. He's come to save us from that. I think he's also come to save us from much more. He's come to save us from our fear, from our anxiety, those feelings of, of being, of feeling unloved, unwanted, unwelcomed, unvalued, not wanted or needed. He's come to save us from all that, all that which seeks to take our joy away our peace away, robs us from any sense of hope and give in, instead of joy and hope and peace, puts in its place misery, anxiety, fear, depression, hopelessness. He's come to save us from all of that. The message of Christmas, the message that the angels gave to the shepherds that day, the message that the wise men received on that beautiful day is that we have a Savior. Now, my dear friends, I don't know what it is that you specifically need to be saved from today, but I know there is something. Will you, this day, invite the Savior into your life? 
I pray that you'll receive the message of Christmas, that you have a Savior in Jesus Christ. I pray you have a wonderful day. God bless you as you celebrate with friends and family. Amen. Thank you for listening, and we hope that you have a wonderful week. See you next time.